0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to your Gallifrey One Game of Rassilon live show. How are you doing tonight? Excellent. I... I am GMing tonight as a rare bonus for this. So We normally we normally have Ben GM the live show. It is kind of their baby to do so, I feel. But this year, we agreed to have me do it because it's a Christmas-themed galley, and I am the queen of Doctor Who Christmas specials. So we're doing a Christmas-themed episode. A couple of other changes for tonight. We have two big things. One, we instead of running the Doctor Who role-playing game that we normally run, we are using a more live show-friendly, in my mind, mod of the classic one-shot game lasers and feelings that is called sonics and feelings and as you can tell i've done a lot of intricate graphic design work to modify lasers and feelings into sonics and feelings Uh, another major point of business that we have for the show normally on this show what we do is we roll to see which players are playing as companions and which players are playing as doctors However, you may have noticed this year We don't have a single TV doctor at Galley this year And I am a firm believer in the phrase There are no utensils in medieval times Therefore there aren't no utensils at medieval times So this will be a doctor Light episode But hear me out Instead of rolling to see who is going to be a doctor Or who is going to be a companion Everyone's rolling to see who's playing a human companion And who is playing a Muppet <laughs> And actually, since I'm GMing, I guess that means that I have a certain role that I have to fill. Uh, So uh, I'm not only stealing Ben's job, I've also stolen Ben's shirt. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, let's go ahead and find out what the possibilities are, starting with our engineer, Michael Nixon, because he is right next to me. Uh, Michael, who is your companion
1: and who is your possible Muppet? My two options are either Weisler-Turlow just ever, the actual first redhead on the TARDIS. Um, and uh, my Muppet is Bunsen Honeydew, the master of science. <laughs> and we have special guest. Emily, come on. Very special. Yeah. Uh, and, Emily Blake. Uh, yes. And uh, I am either going
0: to be playing Rose Tyler or Red the Fraggle. <laughs> and we have our current doctor on the podcast, Dan Peck. Hello. Uh, I chose the same character
2: for both. I will be playing either as Leela or Sweetums.
3: in the same costume
0: (laughs) (laughs) it is the same costume and our next special guest also from the podcast we have Becca McGlynn Becca who might you be playing as tonight
4: Uh, I will either be playing as Jamie McCribbin or Scooter
0: (laughs) (laughs) and finally our, our good friend Ben Padden. Ben, who might you possibly be playing as tonight?
5: Yeah, friend of the show. Friend ben, of the show. No, no, no. Friend <laughs>
0: of, creator of, uh, original GM of, current, normal GM of the live show, the Ben Padden. So, yeah. Yeah. Pad. Uh,
4: I will be so pl- Ben, this is a, a role, uh, RPG show based oh. on
5: the <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I thought this was going to be more of a who's line thing. Okay, I'm out everyone, well, sorry. Um, <laughs> no, I will be playing as either Graham from uh, the Chibnall era, or Fozzie Bear. <laughs> All right.
0: Let's go ahead and start the process. So everyone's going to roll a dice and then based on the dice rolls, we will find out who is going to be playing a man or a muppet. Who I hit my number? <laughs> oh
3: no. All right. <laughs> All right.
0: Michael, what do you got? I got a 1. Okay. I also got a 1. us got a 1, 2, 2, 3, Two. and Ben, 6. Ladies and gentlemen, your human tonight is Jamie McCribbin,
5: played by Becca McGlynn.
3: <laughs>
5: <Yay>. <laughs> Wait, does that mean I am definitely a Muppet? You are a Muppet. Oh,
4: okay. Sorry,
5: one real... second.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't know why I'm writing it down. I know.
5: Should Boy, I hope I can tie this up. <laughs> the funniest what? thing
0: is they had it tied earlier, and they untied it for the bit, and now they have to redo it. <laughs> for those listening at home later, Ben has just put on a hat and tie. Closest to sing close home. We have edited this audio out.
5: <laughs> you know what? That's fine. That's good enough. All right. Hi.
0: You know what? enough. That is a Fozzie Bear level punchline, so that works out great.
5: <laughs> oh, waka waka. All right. Let me, get my, let
0: me get my theme song ready to go, because I'm going to start fine, our intro. Enough, that
4: sounds a lot like my Jamie McCrimmon impression is going to be. <laughs> (laughs)
0: All right. An orchestra swells as a slow panning show uh, camera lowers onto an unassuming blue box sitting next to a Dickensian-era lamppost. Standing underneath the lamppost are a peculiar pair, a blue weirdo little figure with an iconic hook-shaped furry beak dressed in a very stylish 1960s mod dress with shoulder-length black hair. Standing next to them is a rat dressed in a suit with an unbuttoned collar and a slightly loosened tie. Hello, says the blue one. My name is Verity Lambert. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, says the rat. And I'm Russell T. Davies.
3: (laughs)
1: Can, and, I, can I just make a pitch? Yeah. Rizzo T. Davies?
0: Rizzo, you know, I thought about it. I thought about it, <laughs> but I figured you would have already walked out by the time I mentioned that Gonzo <laughs> was playing Verdi
4: Lambert. Oh no, so, I'm walking in. But
0: is there more of a Dickensian role for Doctor Who than Verity Lambert? I submit there is not. So that's why. All right. And we're here to tell you about the events of the 2024 Gallifrey 1 Game of Rassalon live show. The Doctor was gone from the beginning and his friends... Their friends had to try to find them. And that is why we have the year without a doctor. Oh no. <sighs> and let me go to my theme song. I did a lot of work on this theme song, so it really, I hope you guys really appreciate uh, I just had it open.
3: It was a year without a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> <own> Game of <laughs> show. So it was a year. Without
0: Alright, now we are done with sound
3: cues
0: (laughs) (laughs) We open in the TARDIS Several of the doctor's friends are already here Because to cut through all their stories would have taken too much time to set up You all find yourselves. I'm just going to do Riley for State Directions. You all find yourselves inside the TARDIS. You've all been pulled here from random places in time and space where you happen to have been located. And the doctor is nowhere to be found. You find yourself standing in front of a vacant control system that looks like it's had some sort of chaos and havoc happening to it. And let's go ahead and just have you all play that out. You found yourself in the TARDIS and you don't know what's going on.
1: It appears that when I dropped Beaker into this strange hole for watches, it caused a big problem with the console.
2: <laughs> uh, Sweetums comes walking in with a. That's Bunsen Honeydew, sorry. With a, uh, <laughs> an entire Christmas tree uh, on his shoulder and puts it down. Okay, here seems good. <laughs>
4: hmm. Oh, what's that? What? What have you done? Why, this is a Christmas tree. You put things oh. on it. Oh, I, all right, all uh, right. But. How do we get here? We should start pushing
3: some buttons.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Of course. And uh, Bunsen will turn to the console and just start. Just with his big, big felt human hands. (laughs) <laughs> just slapping around like he's David Tennant
0: <laughs> alright and so Bunton Honeydew is pushing buttons Red Fraggle did you also push buttons sure, I'm when push you were buttons. saying we're pushing buttons yeah All right. we're pushing buttons <laughs> so I think okay so the way so- Wizards and Feelings work or sorry Sonics and Feelings work is everyone has a stat that indicates if they are an emotionally driven character or a logic driven character and then they roll based on for every roll you roll based on logic or feelings if you are an emotion driven character it's easier to roll feelings if you're logic driven it's easier to roll logic there we go so in this case I think Bunsen Honeydew you are going to roll for Sonics because you are a scientist Red you are going to roll feelings because you are pushing buttons at random <laughs> <laughs>
3: so
0: both of you will roll I got a four I got a two okay I got a rock <laughs> <laughs> what is what is your number Michael five okay oh so you did roll uh, below and you do want to wait
1: I'm to roll under my number for Sonics.
0: Right? Okay. So you did actually pretty good. You actually rolled good. Um, I think we might have done that backwards, but I'm, we're going to live with it. All right. So... We never get this right. No, that's right. no, no that, <laughs> is, that is true, because, no, you want to have more logic, and you have more chances to be logical. Yes, yeah, sorry. I mixed up. Okay, we're good. Emily, what'd you get?
1: I, I, I rolled a four. My number is three.
0: Okay, so you rolled above. You also, see so you both succeeded. So, Red, what you immediately notice is that you can't make anything happen with the controls. It feels like nothing, like everything is not working. Uh, Dr. Honeydew, what you notice is that the controls seem to be isometrically locked, yeah. and are looking to find the doctor to touch them, to activate them
1: it appears the controls are isomorphic i'm not correcting riley i just know the term that's fair that's fair yeah (laughs) (laughs) i did not look it up Uh, what that means is that only the doctor will be able to control this fabulous machine and also i won't be able to make coffee
4: (laughs) (laughs) i suppose we'll have to go outside and explore all right and uh jamie Uh, puts his hand on the hilt of his sword (laughs) just in case as he makes his way and opens the TARDIS doors
0: you try to open the TARDIS door but you also find that the TARDIS door itself is isomorphically coded (laughs) to the doctor currently and will not open and you notice there are definitely error messages and reports happening on the screens at the console
4: uh, we green man. Um, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you think these these doors are isomorphically locked as well? Yes,
1: I believe the doors are isomorphically locked as well. I'm not correcting you. I just know the term. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they're lo- they're locked. Okay. Right.
0: Yep. How about somebody give me a, a Sonics roll to see if you can if you can decipher the screens that are currently in the room. Well, I'm real bad at it. I'll try it. Okay. <laughs>
2: Oh, I failed. Okay. (laughs)
0: Hmm. You've determined determined the doctor is is currently missing. Hmm. (laughs) Just as I suspected. (laughs) Mm Hmm. They only had enough money for one set. (laughs) (laughs) And then the little blue weirdo in the corner suddenly says, it seems that what the people examining the TARDIS didn't quite realize is that the Hostile action dispersement system, otherwise known as the HADS, seems to have backfired when the doctor attempted to reverse the polarity, leaving the doctor dispersed themselves throughout their own TARDIS. And then the rat runs over and kind of whispers to all of you what, the, what Verity just said. So now Russell has explained to you the plot of the, of the story <laughs> as well.
1: Oh, goodness. It would appear, I'm just coming to this on my own, that the doctor has been dispersed by the hostile action dispersal system, formerly known as the hostile action displacement system. Again, <laughs> not a correction. I just know the term. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it's
4: used different ways multiple times
3: it on the show. I just said it changed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Hi, so should I do my trademark thing and just sort of reiterate for the folks at home <laughs> that I think we're going to have to go through the halls of the TARDIS and, and find the doctor.
5: Do wait, we- oh wait so, so do we now have... So we have, we have Gonzo and Rizzo... Performing the role that Jamie performs. And Jamie also performing the role that Jamie performs. <laughs> Jamie
1: has one job on the ship. And by God, Jamie's going to do
2: I was going
5: to say, Sigourney Weaver waiting in the
1: other room. Is there a line? What's happening? I mean, if she is, please enter. Ma- yeah. Ma'am. Yeah. Ma'am. Yeah. ma'am.
4: Special guest, though.
0: It's going to work one of these days.
4: I'm just translating for the audience that's in the 1960s,
0: okay? <laughs> and you do indeed notice that one of the doors leading deeper into the TARDIS seems to be open a crack.
5: I am going to head towards that door, uh, maintaining a shot that views me only from the waist up, with a lot of lot of (laughs) (laughs)
1: and is bouncing. Yeah, for the folks at home. Excellent.
5: head Head towards the door.
0: As our adventurers headed to the door, they noticed as they entered it stepping into a snowy winter landscape that appeared to be sometime in a 1980s nostalgic mock-up of, we think, the early 1940s. It's never exactly clear. (laughs) As they wandered in, they noticed a lone, empty schoolyard. And standing in the middle of the yard was a small child attached to a flagpole by a tongue. (laughs) Yeah, it seems like this is maybe the doctor's inherent sense of sensational curiosity.
2: Mm. D- does that pole taste good?
0: The pole is <laughs> I'm stuck.
2: I can't understand you. Let's get you unstuck
0: so I can understand you. <laughs> let, me, let me say it for the listeners at home who can't hear it. Uh, I can't understand you, but I'm stuck. <laughs> oh.
2: oh. <laughs> Uh, Alright uh, Sweetums is gonna Pick the child up By their ankles And just Oh my god you monster I mean just I guess You are a
0: monster
2: Muppetly Try to
0: Do the Okay Yeah uh, Dan that feels like You know what For Sweetums That might be A technical role
3: <laughs> I love it
0: I, I absolutely I'm gonna make love you Roll it.
2: Sonics for, for that Great I hit my number. That's a two. I got sonic feelings. When you hit your
3: number,
0: you get sonic feelings, and so uh, I get to give you special insight into what's going on, which is this kid is stuck. Um, I think when we we get a very, even though it's a human actor playing the child, we do get a very comedic Muppet type move of the kid being pulled by Sweetums and the tongue stretching out to a long wait. And what you've learned, the insight, is that the kid is stuck and it's frozen, so just yanking is not going to do the trick. Sorry, I tried. And I put the kid back down. <laughs> and now the kid's like three or four feet for their back from the pole.
3: It's
0: like a fruit by the foot ad.
1: Oh, dear. It appears the, the adhesion due to cold is quite severe. Uh, we may need to warm the pole or the tongue or both. I am not volunteering for this act. Do we have any fire? <laughs> well... My name is Bunsen Honeydew. Can I look around for like some sticks or something? Absolutely. Why don't you roll a Sonic check for me?
3: Uh,
0: I got a three. And you were trying to get a five. So yeah, you succeed on your roll. So you succeed on your Sonic check. Yes, I think that you were able to find, there had been possibly a, a Cub Scout style demonstration that had been held earlier on how to start a fire in the wilderness. That kind of thing that kids in the 40s used to have to learn to do because they didn't have phones to entertain themselves. So yeah, you find sticks and rods that you can make a fire with.
1: Okay, I'm going to build a little fire around the pole, you know, like in a Salem witch trial kind of way. Um, And then I'm going to, like, heat up the pole using the fire. Gradually, we'll take time. Okay, okay. No, I like it,
0: I like it. Uh, Does anybody want to help with this?
4: Also, I'm Bunsen Honeydew, a guy whose experiments always work. (laughs) I'll I'll help because I've, you know, I've spent some time in the Highlands just trying to survive.
0: Okay, yeah, I think that's fair, so why don't you... Uh, I'll say, because Jamie is helping you, you can roll two, you can roll two dice for Sonics.
1: Oh, dear. Oh, uh, no. Uh, you got numbers, your number. I got so my number. I got a five. But Michael wrote
0: a sorry. five and a six. You think that's Sonic feelings, so I would say that you kind of figure out that because this is meant to be the Doctor's insatiable curiosity, that you are going to have to save various elements of the Doctor mm. so they can be reconstructed into the Doctor to save the day. Right. And you were also able to pull the suck child from the pole. So you have succeeded in <laughs> the first space.
1: Hello young child. I am Professor Bunsen Honeydew, Master of Science. Master? No no not in that <laughs> Oh gosh. I guess I also have a doctorate probably. I don't know. I'm a muppet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and the the child nods and and feels at ease and at peace and you see the child kind of Sort of shape into regeneration energy and flow towards the control room. You have succeeded on my first puzzle.
2: We oh, did it. Wow. We saved the doctor. <laughs>
1: Bye, Brendan. Pretty.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then our adventurers moved on into the next room. You see the schoolhouse door open, and you head into the schoolhouse. Mm.
1: As yeah, is Michael Kane there?
0: Uh, he's not. <laughs> Damn it.
1: Yeah, I'm out.
0: As you head into the schoolhouse, you actually step through the door, and it's no longer a schoolhouse. Uh, When they step through the doors, they found themselves in what seemed to be a rather nice Chicago-area suburban home. And they find themselves at the bottom of a stairwell.
1: (laughs) Mr. McGavin, I loved you in Kolchak the Night Stalker. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little bit scared of this one. I don't think I'm gonna go in that door. Oh, somebody who's brave should probably do that because I'm a little Muppet man.
4: I, gu- I guess I'm brave. Do I count as I count as brave? Probably. What's your middle name. James Brave McCrimmon.
3: <laughs> I yeah.
4: like it. Yeah, yeah, it flows. <laughs> I thought it was Lucinda.
5: Give me uh, whatever you want it to be. There is no canon. It, I
1: really thought that one. Come on.
5: <laughs> <laughs> You're
1: part of this. T-
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: I think the audience, you should work to, to more personally offend Michael across the evening. It's
0: really you. easy to do, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually, there's a lot of things that'll do it. It's
5: simple. Uh,
4: I'd like to check for traps. <laughs> <laughs> this
0: is the wrong system for that. How, okay, how are you checking for traps? I will say that.
4: Um, I'm just going to, uh, like, kind of look around and see, I don't know, what I can see. <coughs> okay. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna have you roll feelings because I'm gonna see how well you can. <laughs> Actually, are you analyzing or are you inter- are you intuiting?
4: Oh, uh, I'm probably intuiting.
0: Okay, I'll let you roll feelings.
4: Okay. Two. And what was your number? I don't know what my number is.
0: Oh, you were supposed to pick one. Sorry, just pick one. What do you think? What do you think? So, what do you think is Jay- is Jamie more in your mind? You're, if you're Jamie, right? What do you think is your Jamie more thought based or feelings based?
4: I think he's probably more... Uh, more f- mm.
5: I think two's a good number for Jamie. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> I think maybe I feel like three is, is probably Jamie's number. Okay. Okay. okay, and you rolled
5: a two, and you were
0: trying to to roll above, so you did not succeed on that particular check, uh, even though sure, Ben tried to sure, feed it to you. Are
5: you sure you. you don't want it to be two? Are you, are you sure?
0: <laughs> are you All right, sure. so Jamie, you step forward and you start looking for clues. While you're looking for clues, you slip on what appears to be a strategically placed remote control car that <laughs> makes you fall back and land on your back comedically. Ah! <laughs> uh, does anyone speak
5: Scottish? <laughs> and then oh, from, he said, ah! <laughs> <laughs> ah!
3: Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh! No, ah! ah. Oh. The
4: throat. Ah! <laughs> all right, you can stop with the impressions now. <laughs> it's very
3: embarrassing. <laughs> oh.
0: So, you've all seen Jamie uh, step on a car, fly back, land on his back. I'm going to run up the stairs. Which is hard because he fell down below where all the puppeteers are working. So, that's a real <laughs> tough one. I'm going to run up the stairs. Okay. Full, uh, uh, full speed ahead. Go, roll, for, roll for feelings. Oh, dear. Three. That's a success. Okay, you run up the steps, and I think what happens is a, a, a bunch of paint cans come swinging down, but you are so massive and sweetumsy that they just get chunked out of the way as you go up the stairs. <laughs> Everyone be careful for these.
3: <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, I'm at the top of the stairs, and I kind of do like a big jump. Ah! <laughs> uh, All
0: right. Okay, okay. Is anybody else going to follow uh, sweetums up the steps?
2: Yeah, <laughs> I think I,
5: think I think legally have
0: to. <laughs> yeah, I think
1: Bunsen's going to go up the steps, and because Bunsen is quite small, the paint cans are. Are above his head. Okay. <laughs> he just <sort> of walks <laughs> under them up the stairs.
0: Okay, go ahead and roll a feelings for me then.
1: Oh, dear. Oh, that's good for me. I got a six and my number's a five. All right. I'm
0: yeah, hurt. I think that you go up and, and giving your knowledge of science, you are able to understand the structural integrity of the stairs Mm. and so you discover that you're about to step on a stair that's going to break and you would have fallen through it especially after the weight of sweetums Mm. so yeah you you notice that if you had gone the way you were going you would have stepped on a hole in the stairs and fallen through the stairs but your knowledge of science was able to determine that the wood was not completely structurally sound and you were able to avoid
1: that careful everyone you might slip and fall through the stairs. I, be careful of the mavity of the situation. <laughs> no, that's very fair. I've got a lot of friends in the construction industry. So I'm going to take a look at the architecture of the staircase before I climb it.
0: Excellent. Go ahead and do a, I'm going to say that's a, that's a Sonics for you.
1: OK. Uh oh. That's a two. My number is three. I still don't understand the rules. That's yeah, you
0: fine. Got it, you got Sonic it. Sonic's You've succeeded. So, actually, I think because you brought up the Dozers, and it is a Fraggle Rock character, I think a team of Dozers suddenly <laughs> appear out of nowhere. <laughs> And because if, if if there's anyone who has dozers around, it's the Doctor's TARDIS. So, yeah, they you have actually. I will say because of that, you have now made the stairs safe for everybody else to get up. Well done, everybody! Congratulations, because we don't want to listen to every single character up the steps. So you're all at the top of the stairs now, and there is a ladder leading up to a attic. Sweetums so runs up the stairs to the Okay, go ahead and roll feelings again. <laughs> That's a failure. That's a one. The ladder has been solved in half, and so the the (laughs) ladder splits in two, and you fall back down to the ground. Oof. (laughs) Uh, All right, I'll get back up, and I will uh, grab
2: the top of the ladder and b- climb up my back.
5: I was immediately going to say oh my gosh. climb up Sweetums back. I
0: like climbing up Sweetums back so much that I'm not going to make you roll <laughs> for that. I think that's you're all able to ladder your way up and you find in the attic a, a human child, another human child. They're not all going to be human children, but this one's a human <laughs> child uh, who is, there's a lot of human children in Christmas stories as it turns out. He is cowering in the attic and, uh, and Gonzo says, it seems that what they had come across was the doctor's desire to protect what they care about
5: uh eric roberts steps into the room and goes the human child, and then leaves <laughs> the <immediately>. human child.
0: <laughs> i can't Summer,
1: we can all go home
0: Summer where muscle says it feels like it's an unearthly child all right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's verity um but fair uh, hello human child uh h- how are you scared well um, okay um well, I've got a great—I actually have two great big teddy bears who could comfort you. One is relatively normal-sized and jazzy. The other is freakishly large. I'm still downstairs. Never mind <laughs> about the second one.
5: I, I like the idea of Sweetums' head sticking up through yeah. the, bowl in the attic. I, I pull out a rubber chicken and I squeeze it repeatedly for anywhere between thirty seconds and two and a half minutes. <laughs>
3: Keep going. <And? laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> all right <laughs> is that all you've got <laughs> it's like <laughs> i'm there
5: <laughs> you know for like an hour and then um yeah do i need to roll for chicken I was yeah <laughs> oh if i got the chicken right now you would you would win the game
0: all right um you can roll for
5: feelings okay my number by the way is two probably it depends on the roll i'll change, it. <laughs> <They> change shortly <laughs> i rolled a four then you succeeded
0: and oh! the child says I'm not afraid anymore. <laughs> do you hear me? I'm not
3: afraid anymore. <laughs>
0: and that space melts away as the child's regeneration reforms to the TARDIS. And the shape of the room you're in now, this is where it's going to start getting weird for a little bit, so I apologize ahead of time. This is going to get weird. Oh, now it gets oh, weird? Yes. <laughs> yeah, just now. All right, but I will say I decided to just do this next thing acapella and not include a sound cue, so you can all be benefiting from that. <laughs> You appear to find yourself inside a working clock that appears to have a setup like a nightclub. The runway style stage has the hands of a clock that are striking midnight. And stepping out onto that hands of clock is Bernadette Peters playing the role of a a woman who is just decked out in clock Themed like she's got like a leotard, she has like a cool like fascinator on her head that's all clock shaped, and a band starts to play, and you start to hear these opening notes that are bump but um bump bump but um bump bump but um bump bump. She sings, i miss this Tick Tocking, I'm fast and slow, i miss this Hours Passing, i miss this Got to Go. Friends call me Time Miser. Whatever I touch turns to dust in my clutch." I'm too much And it keeps going on and on for a long time And there's a bunch of pigs in clock costumes Dancing around her It's a whole thing It's a really big budget actually it's, kind of, it's a shame that we're not The only people getting to see all these puppets Are the people here live at the show tonight And not people listening at home So she's dancing around And it goes on for quite a while actually Because she's a big of a, bit of a ham
4: Longer so. or shorter than uh, Ben was squeezing that rubber <laughs> Uh
0: Spiritually longer uh, Actual time shorter <laughs>
3: (laughs) (laughs)
4: I'm the time miser
3: I
0: I caught that I sound just like Russell T Davies
1: (laughs) because Riley has
0: three voices
3: they're all good
1: Um, hello miss time miser do you need like a key or something no that's Ghostbusters Um, oh dear I'm I'm the doctor's sense of time I'm the time
0: miser I help deal with time and space but my, my partner space doesn't seem to want to do anything anymore
1: it's 6.34 p.m. Does that help? No, not really.
4: I tried. <laughs> huh. uh, where has your partner gone? He's out in his van. Oh, <laughs> uh, aye. Uh.
5: <laughs> That's actually really good, Jamie. That was
1: yeah, shockingly <laughs> good. It's like Frasers in the room. <laughs> Is he? If you, Fraser, if you're in the room, you have to tell us it's entrapment. <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay.
5: If
0: it's Galley, it's a good chance he's in a room. So. <laughs> um, is,
5: is, is the van within visual clocking distance? Ah, vis- clocking! My time uh,
0: the van was not in visual clocking distance. The van seemed to be located in a space
5: outside. I would, pun <laughs> I would like to travel to the space outside. All right, you step outside and they found themselves in a
0: Van. There was a van parked by a river, I guess. I don't know. There was a van parked, a very psychedelic-looking van, like a tour bus or a Studebaker that's been painted by a band full of hippies. That
5: kind of vibe. Just sitting parked by the water. Groovy. <laughs> oh, I'm dear. going to go up and knock on the door of the van. All right. Wait, wait, wait. wait. If it's a rock and you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> Hey, I do the joke.
0: <laughs> hey, Dan, I don't, this, this doesn't exist in the system, but give yourself a story point. Um, actually, you know what? I think you do get an advantage dice for later if okay. you want to roll an extra no, dice is. on something. So there we go. Um, yeah, so you knock on the door of this van, and the door's open. And inside the van, there's a much bigger space that is also decked out in all this psychedelic star-painted stuff. And inside is Dr. Teeth, who is is wearing a... Outfit that has a planet on top of it and on his on top of his hat, with that big smile and, his, and he. Uh, you hear the same kind of drumbeat come in, the bump, but um, bump, bump, but um, bump, bump. Let's see if I can do Dr. Teeth. I don't know if it's gonna work mm-hmm. out. I'm
2: Mr. Singularity. I'm Mr. Sun. I'm all the mass existing since the universe has begun. They call me Space
0: Miser. Whatever you touch, big bang out of my hutch. I'm too much to do
3: uh,
4: Hey groovy friends, what are you doing here?
0: Uh you're late. <laughs> I have no concept of time.
1: <laughs> By my very
0: essence, man.
1: We might be able to help. How? There's a nice lady called the Time Miser just in that room, and if you were to go in there and meet, maybe you could both be space and time misers together. Nah, that girl's a drag, man. Oh, okay. Uh, Bunsen's going to look for the driver's seat of the van.
0: (laughs) actually you know what weirdly this works <laughs> I wanted to not in the way that I intended it but go ahead yeah uh go ahead and roll for are you going to drive the van into the building I'm going to drive the van straight into the building yes why do you roll a feelings roll for me that feels like a feelings problem less than uh, a wait
5: no. oh, wait uh, this is I want to stress this is a Muppet about to cause carnage I think you get expert dice for that <laughs>
0: You know what? I was gonna say, I incorrectly that bunny that, that Bunsen Honeydew was a order Muppet, but not a chaos Muppet. That is definitely not true. If you That's ask incorrect.
1: Beaker, yeah. Um, by the way, is Beaker with you? As I stated, a dropping Beaker into the TARDIS console seems to have caused right. all of this That's to right. happen. That's right. That's right.
0: That's Turla was gonna be your Beaker. That's right. All
3: right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. I'll. I'll be, I will let you roll um, two dice, and I'll let. I'll let this be. This does feel like your scientific solution to a problem, so I'm going to let you roll Sonics based on Ben's argument.
5: That's great. I thought we
0: weren't going to talk about our argument. Oh, we're talking <laughs> about... Okay, never mind. Oh, Sorry. I got a
1: two and a four, both under my number.
0: Excellent. Uh, <laughs> yep, you, get to, you succeeded. So you, you drive your car into a building, uh, and as you step out of the building, you step out of the car into the building, you are no longer in the clock. You find yourself actually in the... <laughs> I'm sorry for all of what's about to happen. <laughs> you find yourself in the living room of another Chicago home, a Chicago home more in like the recent years. Uh, and there is a family sitting around a table with seven fishes on plates. And uh, this might just be for me. For me. I don't care. Uh, and there are lots of Muppets around the plate. The fish are also Muppets, because why wouldn't they be? Good. And uh, sitting around the table, there are a lot of people calling each other cousin. <laughs> An animal is actually at the table holding forks, and he's just going, Cousin, cousin, cousin,
1: and throwing forks. Excuse me, could I introduce you to the bear? <laughs> <laughs> then I, I point to Fozzie.
5: Hey, cousin. Hi.
0: <laughs> and see, everyone's calling each other cousin because you have found yourself in the relative dimension.
3: Oh, man. <laughs>
0: That's the reason for this whole shit. I, I, I cannot tell you how happy I was when I thought of that stupid bit. <laughs> oh,
1: there's a bit in one of the Eighth Doctor novels where his second heart dies and they have to pull it out. And I think that just happened. To me. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody right. sees a guy named Sabbath hanging out with an orangutan. Let me know.
0: Riley. Sitting at the, the head of <laughs> the table where the Feast of the Seven Fishes is happening is an uh, angry, blonde-wigged, Miss Piggy.
3: (laughs)
1: Yes!
0: Oh, This is truly just for us, and I'm having the best
1: time. (laughs) i got to tell you.
0: When you decided you were going to drive your car through the wall, I'm like, well, that was the end of the scene in the bear, so we're just going to start with it now. (laughs) Is that not a Christmas special? All right. right. Um, Oh, one more thing ruining my Christmas. I I don't do a good Miss Piggy. It's wild. I I thought it sounded good. Oh, thank you. I, it's the singing that I, I try to make her. She was going to be the, the time miser. It was not. It was not well. Oh,
1: I've. Yeah. You're Bernadette Peters. as much. It was literally in the room. Thank um, you. Uh, hi. Oh dear. Um. This is not the room I thought. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to put the van in reverse. Are
0: my children giving you trouble again?
1: Oh no, everything's fine. I mean, my children,
0: the, the time miser
1: and the space miser, are they not getting along? Oh, actually, they're not getting along. Could you? Oh, you don't seem like the right person to help, though. Um. <laughs> This has been fun! And Bunsen puts the van into reverse.
0: <laughs> 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 and just hammers the I like could karate chop them into shape! <laughs> um...
1: Get in the van!
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, she gets up, she gets in the van. <laughs> Hell yeah! And then I reverse again. Okay. And that yeah, means that the, t- the space miser is curling the back of the van with his mother, uh, and then you're driving back to <laughs> the
4: clock. I'm
5: trying. Okay. I, mean, I
4: haven't been doing a great job so far. All right. Do you want, do you want somebody doing this whose so feet can actually reach?
5: And slash your has feet. I'm
4: on.
0: Hey, it. hang
5: on,
4: <laughs> hang on.
0: I want to make it very clear that, that Muppets have been proven to be able to drive the, the mayhem van on plenty of occasions. So
5: You know, I can't argue with that. Also,
0: I don't, I don't
1: want to. Want to. would Jamie know how to drive a car?
5: Absolutely not. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no more than a Muppet. <laughs> Jamie doesn't know how to drive a cart. <laughs> uh, family stuff. I'm not good at it. How about everybody else?
4: Oh, aye, so, so you're his mother. Yeah. Thanks, I was just reiterating for the 1960s <laughs> audience.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: <laughs> you're very pretty. Thank you. So are you. Thank you. So
1: get out of my eye <laughs> <laughs> This is my shot. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: hmm,
1: how do we, oh, how oh, do Oh, I don't know something? the, I
0: don't, I, here's the thing, I don't actually have a solution for you. That's, that's your job.
1: I reversed the van. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you're in the space. I will say that the time miser, the space miser, and their mother are all in the, and the relative oh! mother are all in the same space now. We'll say okay. that. There oh, I for are. expediency's sake.
5: Oh, I'm just gonna tie, tie them all up in rope so that they're forced to like get together and resolve. That. <laughs> I'm just gonna just gonna tie them up. Sweetums, get them. <laughs>
0: uh, that again feels like a very Muppet level of logic, especially <laughs> yeah, for do. Fozzie Bear. Yeah, so that feels like yeah, that feels like a 1960s like sitcom premise, yeah. and that feels like a, a Fozzie move. So I'm gonna have you roll Sonic for that.
5: Bringing the family together.
4: <laughs> You're
0: gonna roll Sonic I, for that.
4: I think Jamie's watching this, just like. Oh, I don't think that's, that's not really a, uh, and then by the time, just like, by that <laughs> amount of time that has passed, all the tying up is. Yeah, uh, I
5: did roll a four, which is above my number, which is a fail on the Sonics. Yeah, it is a fail on Sonics, yeah. yeah.
0: So you did not succeed. I th- don't th- succeed. I think you tied them up, and now they're tied up and mad at each other.
5: Yeah. <laughs> and mad at you. Yeah, good, frankly. Yeah. Have they watched any Muppet movies? Yeah, it's fair.
0: It's a very fair point. Yeah.
5: What if you all just sort of talked out your
1: problems in a quick, reasonable way? <laughs> no? Okay.
0: I, I just feel like space is always just kind of hanging around, not doing anything, and I've got to get work
1: done. I feel like she's always dragging
0: stuff down with, like, we've got to go do stuff.
1: Well, you are at all times doing stuff, technically, what? Mr. Space Miser whoa <laughs>
2: that's like deep man okay uh, Sweetums is gonna go up to them and say I know what this needs and I'm gonna give all three of them a big group hug with the intention of merging them all together <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna use my my, my that bonus die you gave me okay. earlier <laughs> that's gonna be feelings for sure okay
0: uh, well, uh, it's one failure and one success. Oh, yeah. I think this is sex carries. So yeah, you Great. squeeze them together, and I'm gonna say it works. You've now created time <laughs> and relative dimension in space. <laughs> this, this is the best Christmas ever. <laughs> And they all form into regeneration energy and they, they move along. Uh, and then you find yourself moving into another dimension within the TARDIS. You find yourself standing on a lonely London street outside a house, and you find Kermit standing outside dressed like Andrew Lincoln. And <laughs> he is carrying several blank poster boards and a Sharpie marker. <laughs> And Gonzo, or Very Lambert, says, Ah, the crew found themselves outside next to the doctor's romantic side. This, this seems slightly
2: problematic.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, it seems like a silly plan to me, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> hey there. I'm just trying to woo the woman that's married to my friend and tell
1: her how much I love her. <laughs> An interesting idea. Um, I have a couple of uh, just little notes. Um, you want to put them on a board and show it to her? Ooh. Hmm. I wish we'd have brought the time miser, because then we could have just nipped this guy back like six months and solved a lot of this.
3: <laughs> um, ooh,
1: buddy, um, oh, I'm going to ask you a very dangerous question. I yeah. just need to uh, sort of assess what's. Um, do you believe in something called the friend zone? Yeah. <laughs> No? Oh, thank Christ. Okay. I'm, a, I'm, I'm <laughs> Kermit the Frog. I'm not a monster. <laughs> you are playing Andrew Lincoln in, in uh, that movie, so I disagree. The, the, the filmmaker thought he was a hero. Well, the filmmaker, uh, you know, I guess the filmmaker also did Vincent and the Doctor, so, yeah. uh, you know, close enough, bud. <laughs> um, to be fair, I've also played a colonialist sailor, so, I mean, I, there's a lot of weird gray area in roles that I've played. <laughs> This was so much easier when you were just killing zombies for 25 years. Um,
0: I met Kermit, but yeah.
1: yeah. Well, um, no, I'm, either way. Um <laughs>
4: I, well, I really want to see that movie where Kermit just goes on a zombie. Yeah, I actually
0: want that. Is, the Muppets versus the Undead would be amazing. Yeah, are you kidding yeah. me? Pride and Prejudice and
5: Zombies and Muppets. <laughs> is oh, while, while Bunsen is um, talking to Kermit, can I, is he distracted enough for me to grab his boards and, and replace all of his uh, deeply inappropriate signage with wacky jokes? Yes.
0: To <laughs> be fair, the, the signs are blank right now, but well, yes, you can news. still do this. Yes, They're perfect. not going to
5: be because yeah. I have... And pen, (laughs) which I'm going to use.
0: Sure. He also had a pen. Um, Yeah, go ahead and roll. Okay, for you to steal the signs from from Kermit, I'm going to say that is a sonics. You're trying to do a technical thing of just stealing without someone noticing.
1: Is my distraction helping?
0: Yes, you can roll extra dice because of Bunsen's distraction. Because
5: I just rolled a four. And a two, I hit my number. All Indeed. Right. Yeah. All
0: right. Yeah, you get you get the uh, the clue. Your laser, you get Sonic feelings, which means that you understand that you have to resolve this happily for the romantic side of the Doctor, mm. uh, or at least Doctor appropriate. Not a lot of happy endings for Doctor romantic sides, but uh, you need to have at least feel uh, apropos to the Doctor and romance. and...
5: Yeah. Um, and so yeah, and
0: yes, you are able to get the boards.
5: Okay, so I have the boards now. I need to figure out. Can I? Can I get a, a group huddle so we can decide what to write on these boards?
0: Sure. <laughs> I'll pretend I'm. I won't listen in. I'll sit over here quietly. Okay.
5: Uh, help.
1: <laughs> I think the key is to remind the doctor of some key doctor phrases. Uh, for example, um, Geroni Lomzi. <laughs> write it down.
5: It's um, <laughs> on the first board. It's Geroni Lomzi. That would make a great ribbon. <laughs> <laughs> That's on the second board. Yeah, let's keep going. Let's get through these quickly. We've got a certain amount of time. Uh,
1: third board, I absolutely respect you as a person. <laughs> and your choices are great. And I'm not questioning that at
5: all, because it'd be oh. weird. Sorry, I wasn't listening. I just wrote, never eat pears. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's good, too. You should definitely dot all eyes with two hearts.
5: People like that. Oh, and yeah, I'm I'm, I'm on it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. Oh, these shoes—they fit perfectly. That worked for the doctor once.
5: <laughs> That's it's on there. It's perfect. Any more? Uh, for any more?
3: <laughs>
2: um. Oh dear. Uh, I'm I'm gonna take one, and I'm just gonna give like a big smooch on one, and leave like <laughs> almost like a lipstick out.
5: <laughs> uh, but I. I think I was writing, I don't want to go, and you've hit the O. <laughs> <on> the <double. laughs> and I think that's the last board so we can move along. Okay. I want to slip the boards back into Kermit's hand now. <laughs> okay,
0: I'm going to say that you have you can roll with two dice because this was prepared for. Okay. Uh, now I think you're going to roll feelings because you're okay. trying to see how well these messages emotionally impact the door. All
5: right. Dice don't fill me now. It's two threes. Those are two successes.
0: All right. You... Open the door, so the door opens. You've given these boards back, and Kermit uh, holds up these signs and starts rolling through them. And as the door opens, it is Idris, the form of the TARDIS, the Doctor's Aww. wife, uh, who appears. And because the Doctor's wife loves the Doctor, all these things that you put in have succeeded in winning her over. And so she picks up Kermit and she gives her she gives him a big kiss on his cheek with the whenever you know, you know when Kermit has like lipstick on the side of his yes. cheek that's like that. Uh, and somewhere you just hear you just hear Piggy go. <laughs> And as that happens, uh, everyone turns into regeneration energy, and they move out of the scene, and that moves away. Uh, you're still outside, and you're in the snow in this new scene, and you find Sam the Eagle sitting in a kind of like cozy holiday sweater, uh, like more of like, not a sweater so much, almost like a sweatery robe kind of thing, not a holiday sweater, like a jacket, like a, sh- like a shacket, or whatever they call those nowadays. Swacket? I don't know. A cardigan. Th- cardigan. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> he said wearing a cardigan. A thicker, but it's like... It's Thicker. and and he says I am trying to create a good old fashioned American Christmas for my family that are all gathered in this house together but I can't get my Christmas lights untangled I don't know who would have been a good Chevy Chase so I just made it Sam the Eagle because they're both kind of dicks all right (laughs) fair so you see he has a long tangled mess of Christmas lights that he's trying to set up on his house and he's got his brow permanently furrowed and he's trying to get them to light up
3: I feel like you have a sword. Can you just cut the knot out?
4: No, don't. Oh, I can try. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I guess I'm gonna try if no one <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie.
0: Of all the things that I thought Red Fraggle would do, I did not think trying to cut the lights would have been the thing. That-
5: <laughs> mm-hmm. I think Plozzy is already tangled up in the lights. (laughs) That's fair. That is fair.
0: Yeah, that is. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, that is so good that I'm going to go ahead and let uh, Jamie with the sword have two dice to roll with (laughs) as you try to use your very scientific abilities of Sonic to cut the, the lights. Ha!
4: I like, oh, I, I, I got a two and a three.
0: Okay, you have got, uh, you have got Sonic feelings. Congratulations and a big success. So you are able somehow. You were able to cut the lights in a way that there is still a active series circuit uh, <laughs> that works and you don't have, or oh, is it a parallel circuit The one the, I don't know, I don't know science, anyway <laughs> the lights work somehow and you're also able to get Fozzie free and you actually, I'll say because of laser feelings, you get a choice for your next room you can go to, uh, you can either go to the doctor so, yeah, the lights light up, as they light up, Sam the Eagle uh, is ejected from the story because I can't do his voice very well anyway so that's good, <laughs> uh, and, and Verity says, ah! Janie was able to learn that there were two options to move forward. Uh, He could save the doctor's performative side or the doctor's skill for infiltration.
4: Oh do the performative side.
0: All right, uh, as the as the uh, scene changes, the front door of the uh, the Griswold Eagle House opens up, and you step into a high school auditorium where a talent show is happening, and there are uh, there are four girls on stage dressed in Santa baby outfits, and I got this. <laughs> and Sweet before, him. hang on, before you finish, <laughs> sitting in the audience is Janice the Muppet, who is going, "Well, I'd rather be me, man." <laughs>
2: Sweet. Um, I already know the choreography.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to dance my heart out. <laughs> All right, do a, do a feelings roll. <laughs>
0: Actually, I'm going to give you two dice because you know you're prepared. Good, because that was a failure. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give you one dice no. because... Oh. <laughs> that was a laser feelings. Then. All right, <laughs> laser feelings, yeah. You know the choreography. And you also sense there's a lot of weird, like, girlhood tension happening at this school that maybe needs to be resolved as well.
2: I, f- miraculously, I pull my outfit
0: off and I have the Santa baby outfit Of course on. you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's such a good way to realize not only are you wearing it, suddenly Bernadette Peters is back and she's dancing with you and it's just a Muppet Show episode at this (laughs) point, so... (laughs) Yeah, it's like, you know, as we're, it's like,
2: high school is a challenging time. I remember it was difficult for me, but you'll never forget the friends you make along the way. It may not seem like the petty things are important. Uh, They're very important to you now, but they won't be in the long run. Ta da, jazz hands. (laughs) (laughs) And
0: then Janice says, like, wow, man. Like, yeah, I was, like, totally burned about stuff, but now you've made it seem pretty chill. And then, yeah, the the mean girls all disappear and (laughs) turn.
1: What's that? Resolving these fast. Yeah.
0: Well maybe we we can slow down if you want. Um, <laughs> you know what's really strange? I don't even go here.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Infiltration explodes into
0: on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so that 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 scene fades away, and we have another section uh, where we have we've come to ah, our friends had come to the Doctor's dark side, the inherent grumpiness of the Doctor. And sitting in a room are two older gentlemen who have green fur. Uh, otherwise, they're normally not. They're normally normal, standard old men Muppets. But for some reason, right now, they have green fur. Ah, these were the Grinches.
3: <laughs> That's right! <laughs> we don't believe in the spirit of Christmas! No! <laughs> <laughs>
0: <sighs> this is where it gets real meta. We're gonna break into the merch room and steal all the things that
3: people wanna buy because we don't believe in Christmas!
1: <laughs> oh no! Um. It sounds like we have to make them believe in Christmas. <laughs> you know what makes people believe in Christmas?
3: A song. Let's all sing a Christmas song. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
5: it's, it's, it's Christmas time. <laughs> it's Christmas
3: time.
1: My Christmas, Christmas song <laughs>
3: that
1: is not copywritten. Christmas. <laughs> don't you Holidays. love presents and also getting smitten. I don't know. <laughs> Jamie's playing a backup bagpipe. <laughs> <laughs> a bagpipe,
3: yeah. yeah. The doozers dancing yep. across. The <laughs> we
0: have established canonically that doozers can't exist in this section, so that is fair. I'm so going to we'll make add each an of, of you. For I'm going to make doozers
5: on the Tardis wiki. Today,
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, who is singing right now in this scene?
5: Apparently
1: me.
0: Yeah, you yeah, and I'm Red. Singing. I don't think we're singing the same song. No, definitely not. Yeah. Well, no, we were here for it. It wasn't. Uh, <laughs>
5: i <laughs> can i um, can I do backing choreography for a completely different performance a hundred percent you can this hey. is actually they have actually edited
0: in one of the sections of Fozzie when he has feet and like the belly is <laughs> shaking and, I, yeah
5: I think this is what ends up on on the Disney plus version of this special but if you fi- can find the original VHS version on YouTube it's got the original copywritten music that we're not allowed to use anymore mm-hmm. yeah yeah thank you for please clap <laughs> No.
3: <laughs>
0: all right I'm gonna have. The singers roll feelings. The people who are playing instruments or dancing are going to roll sonics.
4: I might as well dance again. It's fine. I think I'm starting to understand. You've still got the mean girl's dress on. Oh, of
2: course. Yes.
0: You're very pretty. I hit my
2: number. Thank you so much. Okay. Uh, I, I
0: Who's failed. A six? My number is a three, and I rolled a five. Does that mean I succeeded? Or was yes, I still you were not? singing. Okay, it's a very simple. You're a five. Sorry, no. Sonics, you failed. Oh Emily, no. you failed, Michael. What did you roll? Because we're doing the feelings ones. <laughs> I you two, Singers are feelings. Yeah, isn't I it great that I picked oh, the system to simplify the game <laughs> that way for feelings?
3: Okay, that way. way. Okay, yeah. he says I succeeded.
0: What is it? Yeah, wait. You're. Wait, i My number is three. I rolled a five. Is that? Oh, yeah, you're above, yeah, you're above okay, it. Okay, it. Okay, yeah, okay, thank you. Okay, yeah. sorry. It's I failed. It's a really easy game, and I still don't understand. Okay. <laughs> the song is great. Like, the song really lands, but unfortunately, the dancing actually knocks into one of the Grinches and, and actually bumps him out of his... Like, he was starting to have his heart growth resizes, but he got knocked over, and he falls off his balcony that he's perched on for some reason, and now he's back to being mad at you again.
3: Huh. <laughs>
4: I don't I, know why you would think a Christmas song would make us happy. We hate Christmas. We hate it. Because I failed on my bagpipe check, uh, I think uh, part of that Rube Goldberg device involves the the bag getting punctured on the on the
5: bagpipes. Yeah, I think see? you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still dancing really well. I want to stress this. I, I yeah. conceded on my. Right. You are dancing great,
0: I'm uh, great, but I'm over here <laughs> with your sonic feelings. As you rolled your number, uh-huh. you get that for some reason these two old Grinches especially hate you, and it's not really explained as to why. But they just really <laughs> have it in for you for some reason.
5: What's uh? What's the deal? We don't like your jokes. Oh, All our Christmas!
2: Well, what do you like? Heckling. Okay, you stink. (laughs) Ah! You're you're a mean one. That was a good one. (laughs) You're you're something about a crocodile smile and and, and garlic. Now you're you're
0: getting further from it. (laughs) But you get the gist of it. Make me roll something. (laughs) I've been role play once in this entire game. All
3: right,
0: <laughs> <laughs> a second ago was rolling through this too fast. All right, he tries to milk it. Dan's like, "Let me roll, move on." Why would right. it be more fun to have you all heckle me for some course, reason? Yeah, <laughs> um, go for it. Hey. Come on, everyone, say what you really feel about this. Yeah, stinker. I think I think you all have landed on it. It might be very fun if you heckled uh, the Grinches. You yeah, are Grinch too and- small.
1: Hey, <laughs> you give me the feeling of a seasick crocodile. Hey. If
4: you did the local weather, you'd disappear on the green screen. (laughs) And you're not even that good at heckling.
1: (laughs) I think you're okay. That was was hurtful. (laughs) I think you're okay, but you're no Jim Carrey. (laughs) Yeah, you're no Bernard Cumberbatch. (laughs) You know, guy who voiced it in the cartoon. All
0: right, Uh, Dan. Because heckling was your idea, I'm going to have you roll two dice for feelings. All right, let's let's do this.
2: That's uh, not only a two successes. One's a laser feeling. All right, yeah, you realize sonic feelings.
0: Sometimes you've got to meet someone on their level, you know, and you learned that by, by, by figuring out their language, their love language was hating things. And so you started <laughs> to hate on them. And sometimes that's just what you have to do. You know, you can't you can't always meet like hate, which is pure love. You got to like figure it out and reason with people, which is like a very doctor way to think about things, actually. So uh, the doctor's grumpy side has now been reconciled and returns to his
4: hardest. So congratulations. That was strangely beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh,
0: and now you have they are friends finally found themselves in the doctor's skill for infiltration. And uh, you find yourself in what seems to be an office building. (laughs) And you are... Like kind of like at the end of like a uh, like a long like let's say like an air duct, and <laughs> Just down the down the the air vent you you see this dog crawling his way through the air vent and he's like oh let's go for a walk
2: have a few laughs,
3: <laughs>,
1: <laughs> oh dear um. Does anybody have a spare pair of shoes? <laughs> I'm <laughs> probably the only one of us who does. not
2: <laughs> I left my outfit back in the mean girl's uh, room. I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Pussy, we've been here That's... for like three seconds. How, where did you get the... <laughs> that? It was on a guy. <laughs> <laughs>
5: just, just Fozzie with an AK. <laughs> I need that fan art, by the way. Please email it in.
2: It's probably on the back of a pickup truck somewhere.
5: <laughs> right next to Calvin uh, Peen on something. <laughs>
1: just Fozzie doing that creepy stock Carl does with the big
3: wheels. <laughs> 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 what I want to see.
0: I'm just imagining now. I, I realize that the, the flaw in this section is that I did not think of what Muppet would play Hans Gruber. Because it should be Rickman always, but I'm just, just trying to Alan think of the only, kid, the only Muppet I could think of that would be a funny Hans Gruber aside from Alan Rickman is like, uh, Uncle Deadly. Like like a gay dragon just sitting,
5: like,
4: like oh, oh kind of perfect. FBI. <laughs> I,
3: don't, I don't know. <laughs> what I,
5: I'm just waiting for my opening for Fawzi Bear to say, I shot a kid. <laughs> <laughs>
3: It'll, I'm waka sure it'll come up we'll come organically.
5: walk will The uh,
0: audience waka. is perfect. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, so you, you see Rolf, who is uh, trying to, to climb through an air vent to, uh, to take out some terrorists.
5: You know, Christmas stuff. Yeah.
4: <laughs> it's very doctory. It
5: Christmas stuff. <laughs> yeah.
4: Don't yeah. get can me stuck. Can, <laughs> yeah.
2: can I make a pitch for Hans Gruber? Yes. No. The Count? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> One terrorist. terrorist. Ah, ah, ah. I will count to three. There will not be a four.
0: <laughs> For every hour you make me wait, I will shoot one hostage. One.
3: Two.
1: This is very morbid. <laughs> Turn the radio to channel nine. <laughs> no! Ah, ah, ah. Anyway, um, again, just watched it. Sorry, too specific. Um, Mostly, I just want to warn Rolf to not make any sequels. Um, but hey, the second and the third one aren't too bad. The third one is a little bad. <laughs> With a vengeance, a little. All right. What? A
0: I like With A Vengeance. All I haven't, right, seen, I haven't seen it in a decade. The so. die
1: hard. I'm the one guy who saw it seven times in theaters, so <laughs> I, I'm the problem. Oh, you're um, the
5: reason they made a fourth one then. I am. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I am on fourth. Yeah. They're like, oh, 10 years, 15, 20 years
0: later, we're going to finally come back around in this oh. franchise because of Michael.
1: Ben, 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 it's worse. The one I liked was the fourth one, so I'm the reason they made the fifth oh. one. Oh, no. And the sixth one. No, no, that, that's not on me.
5: I went, I saw A Good Day to Die Hard, and the fact that there was not one Klingon in that entire Movie.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Our finest film. If you're thinking about Good
0: Day to Die Hard, that's the third one, the fourth one, right? The fourth one's Good Day to Die Hard.
1: Uh, the fourth one is live free or live die,
0: free or die hard. hard It's based on an article about cyber terrorism It's not even based on an actual script Originally or a novel or anything It's based on an article of like yeah this would be a weird thing If it happened. someone's like it should happen and John McClane Should stop it
1: John McClane versus Wired Magazine yeah. You're welcome everybody
0: it's, oh. also, it's also okay I don't want to go too far into no, that don't, don't, horror, yeah, but You said, we were, you said hey, we, were long, we were short on time so, so this is great this out. Do you It's, the, it's the funny the to me that John film. McClane never gets promoted Past beat cop basically like He has stopped terrorist plot after terrorist plot plot, and it's always like, yeah, but he's not that likable around people who know him, so he never gets promoted to, like, any sort of, like, strategic, like, military operation or anything. He's, guy just, you know, shoots him. Okay, Alright, fine. Sorry. I can stop.
4: Um, he gets upgraded to Redfield Val Johnson. He's a detective. But, like, he should be,
0: like, a federal agent by the time he has stopped this many terrorist yeah. attacks, but he's just, like, a detective. Like, he's just, like, a guy who, like, yeah, yeah. Is
3: this a conversation we're having? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Get somewhere gone on a going, I don't know, actually, I haven't seen those in a long time, so I don't remember exactly what happens in them. OK
1: Yeah, it feels weird. So we cut back, and Bunsen has constructed an elegant yarn map of why Die Hard is a Christmas <laughs> <laughs> As you can see, the Christmas music pushed down to the lower thing, just to the lower register, it doesn't mean it's no longer Christmas music, it just means it's sick nasty, dog. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Michael, roll feelings with two dice. (laughs) I got a six. It you worked. did. I did. You it. succeeded. So you have proven that Die Hard empirically is a Christmas movie. We did it. And I only put this section in there to make Michael happy. So we've succeeded on Die Hard. <laughs> oh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I so it took
4: Game of Rassel on five seasons to get to <laughs> what is that? This was the purpose. So this was the we goal not of the, the show, it was Die Hard.
0: I was just I asked everybody to fair a Christmas movie. I already put Die Hard in for Michael because I knew who's going to say it as one of his. Um, okay. I have a few more. Let's see here. And uh, okay. So now, uh, now our friends had gotten through the doctor's perf- uh, performative side, his knack for gizmos. That was the, the Christmas lights, by the way. It was the doctor's knack for gizmos. Oh. Uh, sorry that I didn't say that up earlier. The doctor's inherent grumpiness, the relative dimension, space and time and protection and curiosity. And then they had found their way to the doctor's knack for big speeches. And they find themselves on the set of a filmed version of A Christmas Carol. Uh, but currently, standing on the set is Bill Murray, who is ranting wildly at a home audience. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: and now I want each of my, my Muppet characters to give me a speech about the power of Christmas.
1: <laughs> <sighs> Scientists have proven. Nothing actually related to the holidays. Um, a recent study uh, correlated a bunch of data and said that uh, because there are Doctor Who Christmas specials, when those come out, fewer people die, and that's great. So we need more Doctor Who Christmas specials because data told me so, and I'm a scientist, so that's why I did it.
0: Okay. <laughs> Your speech was analytical, so go ahead and roll uh, Sonics for me.
1: Uh, I got my number. I got a Sonic field.
0: Okay. Yeah, you you get that like technically what you said was correct, but it you just you
1: get the sense that it like.
0: Didn't really solve the deal.
1: Let me stop you right there, because technically correct is the best kind of correct. <laughs> <laughs> I have to just, just hold on. What do, you, what do you mean? Yeah, you feel
0: like uh, there's a correctness. There was a speech. It was. It was. It was. Uh, you know, The way a good daughter speech should be, but it wasn't feelsy wheelsy. Oh, so, I'm not very good at that. Yeah.
1: So, does anybody want to talk about the emotions of Christmas? And we move down to uh, Red Fraggle.
3: Okay. Okay. Um. So this past Christmas, my friend Wimbley gave me a rock, and then I gave.
0: And then the Christmas before that, Boomer gave him that same rock. And the Christmas before that, Gogo gave him that rock. And the Christmas before that, I think I gave him that rock. And so
1: Christmas is about rocks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm gonna give you two dice to roll because not only was that feelings but also you quite the actual plot of one of the motherfucker rock <laughs> holiday specials <laughs> for night of the lights so
3: okay i got a
1: five and a two
0: okay and your number is three. okay and you're rolling feelings so you actually you got one so you okay. did succeed so we're people are, people are like wow, well, that's that's i guess it's kind of moving uh dan why don't you go ahead and give me your speech uh, Sweetums looks a little embarrassed and says, oh,
2: I, "I'm a I'm a good sport, but I I'm actually Jewish. Um,
3: <laughs>
2: so I'm um, uh, I'm happy. Uh, I enjoy uh, uh, Chinese food." <laughs>
0: Roll one feelings for me. Uh, that was very funny. But I, that's a success. I got a five. Okay, great. Yeah, uh, People are like, I do like Chinese food. It's actually very good. Like, actually be, there's no pears involved. So Sweetums
4: As a point. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, Jamie and Crimin talk about the glory of Christmas.
4: Well, I, I think the doctor probably put it best when he said, well, he's, he did a thing with a satsuma, but um,
3: <laughs>
4: isn't that just the thing with Christmas? When you reach behind your back and and there's a stupid gun taped there. <laughs> <laughs> and you just think that this is the Christmas miracle. Yeah. <laughs> this is just it's so beautiful.
0: <laughs> the doctor, famously a big fan of having taped guns in hidden places. <laughs>
4: Look, if he wanted to be in charge, he could have been here. <laughs> All right, I'm going to have you roll...
0: I guess this is Sonic's because you're using an item and you've had it planned?
5: Yeah, Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, Technically prepared. Yeah. You know what? You're right. Roll two dice
3: for Sonic's.
4: Oh, I hit my laser feeling. Okay. You you feel like... People are more scared than they are, uh, like, you
0: succeeded, you succeeded by giving a big speech that scared people into agreeing with you versus making them feel moved or moved in the heart spirit of Christmas, which, to be fair, is also a lot of the pitching of Christmas, so that's also a thing. Um, And finally, Fozzie Bear, what is your Christmas
5: speech? Well, a Christmas carol is set in Victorian England. They have Christmas crackers, so Christmas is about the bad jokes! Waka, <laughs> waka! Oh my god.
0: Your Fozzie gets somewhat Swedish every few words.
5: <laughs> yeah, he's he's, been, he's gonna die and regenerate into the Swedish chef at the end.
0: <laughs> I think it's the mix of vaudevillian mixed with your British accent that I think is like very fun.
5: I thought we we dealt with the the heckling pair. I thought we were.
3: (laughs) 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 We're always
0: somewhere! (laughs) All right. Uh, Go ahead and. um, Boy, I don't know what that was. Uh, I
5: guess I'm going to have you roll. I'm going to have you roll. Feelings, 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 (laughs) feelings. Sonics. (laughs) Okay. Hey, guess who failed because it wasn't feelings? Okay. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, because it didn't, also because it made no sense. Okay, uh, what that? Yeah. Um, okay, I think You're, that... Sorry, I'm
5: sorry, I'm sorry, point of order. You wanted Fozzie Q Bear to make sense?
0: Hang on. Fozzie is big on feelings, just not big on great comedy jokes.
5: But you still wanted him to make sense. I would say
0: Fozzie is the, is the, I would say emotional heart of the Muppets on many, many occasions.
5: Okay, well, then I'm an idiot. <laughs> hey, no, talk my friend
0: Ben, like that. I only do that. But we can right. talk about Fozzie
5: like that. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. Fozzy, can be talk
0: about all the time? He's a, he, have you met Fozzie? Not no, apparently
5: not because I don't know what he sounds like. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> all, right. all right. So we had you had a success, right? Michael. Michael had a technical success. Red had a success. Uh, Dan had a success. Technically, Becca had a success by being terrifying, and we had a failure from all these. So, succeeded. <laughs> Which so suddenly, I feel
4: like weirdly works for Jamie. Like,
0: yeah,
3: it works good. Yeah. Happen.
0: So uh, yeah, we have succeeded, and there is a dramatic speech, sort of, that has <laughs> solved the problem. So Bill Murray turns into regeneration energy and floats off, and now we come. Now our friends come to the final room. A strange shack-like barn on a dusty ridge on Gallifrey where a small boy cries because he's scared of the dark. Here we see him, bald aside from a little squiggly hair on top of his head, wearing a brown cap and a red winter coat next to a sad little makeup model of a blue box. And you you just see a small little boy just kind of like feet down, staring at his feet and going, why bother? Apparently, it's Eeyore Also, apparently, <laughs> yeah. Not the one who's bad at accents, don't worry about it. I've been doing bad the whole time. <laughs> oh my god, it's Caillou! <laughs> I just wanted to make my friends enjoy, you know, the spirit of giving, and, and but nothing's happening.
1: Have you tried air bending? <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, Michael give
1: yourself a story points,
0: which is an advantage I guess we're talking about inspiration. Is that yeah?
1: Hello, young
0: person. (laughs) (laughs) He can't hear you, says a voice. And it was the the voice that came out. Uh, Now I'm losing. I'm doing too many voices at one time. (laughs) (laughs) Solid if you Riley for this. The voice that said he can't hear you is a man, a gentle looking man wearing a flannel shirt and sporting a soft beard. He's struggling to believe in himself. I think you know what to do, but I might need your help. And this is the doctor's inherent sense of kindness. It's Jim Henson. All right, <laughs> all right, this is gonna be fun. All right, I think I have a way to help if you if you be willing to help me. I don't know why I'm making Jim Henson not exactly like Kermit. Like it's, it does sound a little like Kermit, but now I'm making him
4: exactly Kermit. So,
5: sorry. Don't think about it.
4: Just it's, do it. All right, Kermit's got his hand up inside <laughs> his <hand. laughs> Oh, I, I want to see that,
2: got, that fan. By the way, first of all, we can't
4: release this on the main feed
0: anymore. So it's got to be explicit on the Patreon. Um, but
1: I, I need someone to do art of, like, Henson holding Kermit holding Henson holding Kermit holding Henson holding <laughs> Henson holding. I need, I, need, I need the Drost effect of that. <laughs> some place. It's a Mobius strip of just, Henson. Just, yeah, I think I, you just described the Muppet centipede. <laughs> oh, no. Man. Just because I could didn't mean I should. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, does anybody who's like not into science want to do the kindness thing? No? Cool. <laughs> I, think I, an, I think
0: I have an idea if you want to help me out with it. Oh,
1: God, please. Yeah, fill us in. All right.
0: Here we go. <laughs> Just join in when you know the words. Oh, no. By the way, if you know this song, you can join in when it feels appropriate. But also, if you know this song for the reason that I know this song, I'm deeply sorry for what's about to happen. Because <laughs> you might. I'm sorry. I sobbed writing this, and I feel bad about enforcing it on other people. But here we go. Yay. <laughs> we love laughs, folks. It's, a, it's an emotional ending for an episode. Oh. <laughs> yeah. If just one person believes in you Deep enough and strong enough Believes in you Hard enough and long enough Before you know it Someone else would think If he can do it I can do it Making it Two two whole people people Believe believe in you Deep deep enough and strong enough 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 Believe in you Hard enough and long enough enough There's bound to be some other people who believe in making it a threesome, making it three people you can say, believe in me. And now suddenly you just all know the words for some reason, which is really weird how it just worked out like that. Making it three whole people,
3: why not more? And four whole people, why not more? more and more? And when all those people believe in you,
0: deep enough and strong enough believe in you, hard enough and long enough, it's almost over, it stands to reason, you yourself will start to see why everybody sees in you, and maybe you will believe in you too.
1: This is exactly like Episcopal Church. <laughs> <laughs> that, um, if you ever wonder what it's like when my family sings "Happy Birthday," it's just. Like that. <laughs> Illiterate, every time.
0: Thank you to Dan for being in on that bit with me because I was like, this is going to be so Those of you who don't know, that was Jim Henson's favorite song and it was unfortunately also very much sung at his funeral. So it's like it is a, like they did it not only for his funeral, but they also then did it again on a special where the Muppets were giving a tribute to Jim Henson who they didn't know who he was and then they find out who he is and then at the end, Kermit comes in and I cry. I, I literally researching it again to make sure I had the tune right for this bit started sobbing. Uh, but I mean, what is a better representation of the Doctor's inherent need for kindness than believing in yourself and Jim Henson so uh, and so then they succeeded and the doctor was reformed and found himself in his TARDIS with his friends around him
1: great coat
0: (laughs) (laughs) the end